Welcome to our podcast. I talked over the song. Good day, good day, and welcome to Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. My name is Tim. And if you are only listening to this on iTunes or on your phone in the podcast format, your first thought is probably, why are you kind of half yelling, Cam? <laughs> we are live here at Last Chance, and it's our second time here. We just want to start off by saying thank you to Shane and Leanne, as always, for having us here, the friendliest bar owners in Melbourne. And thank you to you guys for letting us interrupt your dinner. I know I've said all that earlier, but just I just want the people that listen at home to know that yes, I did thank the audience who are here in person. And again, we did uh, we did give it up for Reese, our producer, just before. But again, same thing. We just want to say thank you for our producer Reese for being here yet again. Good work, Reese. He told me he's behind us right now. He told me uh, he knows how it feels now when his cat finds a nice little hidey hole in his house, gets real comfy. He's got his foliage there. Yeah, when the cat gets in the cardboard boxes. I feel like that. I feel just nice and secure in here. Just curls up. How's your week been, Cam? My week's been good. I'd say it's early in the week, but I would definitely say if you let me say that my week starts on a Sunday, then the highlight of my week so far was right here at Last Chance. I I told you I was going to go to a gig to see you legends play. They played. They were right here. But it was wild, not just because of their performance, but because... This bar attracts just people who wander in off the street. <laughs> and I know Shane and Leanne must know that, but just strangers catch, oh, there's some music happening. This guy came in, pulled the fingers at the crowd and threw one of these stools to the ground. <laughs> and I blame you legends, because it was a little too rock and roll. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to you legends, just do it with caution. It might make you do violent things. How's your week? Yeah, it's been good, man. My uh, my mum's been in town visiting from Brisbane. Yeah. And um, oh, you know this, right? Like my mum. She's there, isn't she? Is that? Oh, my mum's here, everybody. <laughs> good day, mum. <laughs> Didn't even know my mum was here. Give it up for Timmy's mum, who doesn't tell Timmy when she's in town. <laughs> <laughs> my mum. Uh, for people who don't know my mum, she is a wicked poker player. Four, four years ago, mum, you won Australian Women's Poker Player of the Year. So, do you mind if I bring a microphone over to you? Is that okay? You do mind. Okay. <laughs> Carry on, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, so we've been hanging out at the casino a little bit. Mum's a good poker player. I don't have any poker skills or any, or any like, good, good gaming skills. I like yeah. the wheel. Do you know the wheel at the casino? Oh, not the roulette wheel, the big just, wheel of fortune just, one. Yeah, just the big wheel. I like the yeah. lights, and they have a they have a uh, the, the, they have a new wheel, like a virtual wheel, and they every time you go to spin spin the wheel, it's like a big big sort of poker kind of thing yeah. that you that you pull in, and it makes that foghorn noise. It's quite popular at the moment. 
Can I ask your mum a question as yeah. like an extremely talented <laughs> poker player? Is that embarrassing that he, that's the only thing he likes at the casino? She nods, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mum listens to our podcast and our comedy, so it's probably not the most embarrassing thing yeah, that it true. is about me. She'll know a lot about you. Uh, so did you go to the casino recently and look at the wheel? Yeah, I played the wheel, man. Yeah? One on the wheel. Did you? It's exciting. Yeah, what I won did you win? $35. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Timmy's got 35 bucks if you need anything, like a, t- a medium-sized T-shirt. I then blew it on the blackjack table. Oh, Timmy. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. And Reese, how was your week? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty... I slept a lot. Yep. <laughs> what time did you get up today, Reese? I uh, got up about... What time is it now? 8.25? Uh, about three hours ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it's nice to be part of your morning. All right, Timmy. Well, we didn't have a discussion before this about what order to do the stories, so do you have an opinion on who should go first? Or who has a good news story of the week as well. Yeah, we didn't do any of that. We have just you got leapt one? straight into it. I don't have a good news story. I've got one, yeah, so do you, wanna, okay. do you want to start her off? Yeah, I will. Okay, the first odd news story of our live show at Last Chance. A man has been injecting his own semen into his back to cure his pain. An Irishman's plan to treat his chronic back pain by injecting his own semen directly into his arm has ended with him being hospitalised with a large abscess. The man sought medical attention after complaining of severe, sudden onset of lower back pain after lifting a heavy steel object. When questioned by the doctor, he revealed that his back pain had actually been around for a lot longer. During a physical exam, doctors noticed his arm was red and very swollen. At this point, the man revealed that he had actually invented a brand new pain remedy. Invented. (laughs) Claim it, eh? (laughs) Filling up syringes with his own semen and then injecting himself with that semen into his arm one dose a month for 18 months using a hypodermic needle that he purchased online. He revealed to the doctor that due to his back pain being so severe recently, he had decided to increase his intake to three doses (laughs) all at once, and then he made the call to inject it not just into his arm, but into his blood and into his muscle. Mm. X-rays on the affected area revealed that uh, it was the same sort of reaction as if you inject gas or air into your arm, so it was swollen and it, it was infected. Did it say whether, did it say, in the story, did it say whether he read this somewhere first and was like, this sounds like something that's good for me? Or is he, or is he trying to just be a visionary, a semen visionary? <laughs> <laughs> well, the hospital had never heard of it themselves. Yeah. And so he checked himself out. Like, they, they were like, you've got to stay here, man. You're in a lot of trouble. Uh, this is not something you should be doing. But then he just chilled for a bit and then, like, left the hospital. And that's when they looked things up and they found that it's only been recorded that they've ever injected rats and rabbits with their own semen. Okay. So this guy was at home with a sore back, and he must yeah. have read that and been like, good enough for me. I wonder <laughs> if he had, like, good semen. Like, good-looking wh- semen. What's, what's the difference? So I had a friend that went over to, uh, went over to Bali, mm. and he tells me that he got up to no mischief, that it, he, didn't, he didn't get involved in any, you know, weird sex stuff or anything. Yep. But when he came back, his semen was the same, there was the same colour and consistency of soy sauce. 
Whoa. Yeah, and then he went to the he went to the doctors because his semen looked like soy sauce. Yeah. And they told him, oh, the doctors just said, oh, now nah, just like just it might it, it'll just go away. Just like chill out <laughs> on it. It's like for like and so then he had to just like keep checking to make sure that well, is is it still so, soy saucy or has yeah. it gone back to whatever the normal colour of his semen was? Yeah, I guess hopefully white. Or clear. Some people have a bit more clear than white. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that, like, white or clear, I'd go, I'm healthy, but yeah, that's soy fine. sauce, Mm-mm. no thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam, I got one for you. Yeah. The headline reads, mate, Lionel Richie's son, Miles, issued, issued a caution in the UK for airport bomb hoax. Lionel Richie's only son, he's a model, Miles Richie, had a run-in with cops at a UK airport after allegedly claiming he had a bomb and slugging his security guard. A spokesperson for the Metropolitan Police in London um, said uh, he's, he's gotten a, a caution um, committing false information causing a bomb hoax. Mm. Um, eyewitnesses tell us uh, he was trying to get on a flight but for some reason wasn't allowed. He became angry and allegedly claimed he had a bomb in his bag which he'd detonate if he wasn't let on the plane. Yeah, he flipped. So, so okay. So any normal person that isn't Lionel Richie's son, they're getting searched outside and inside mm. of their body if this happens to them. He just gets he just gets he ends up getting let go and let on the plane. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon he was treated too kindly? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Have you ever been probed before or searched at <laughs> <laughs> or searched at an airport? No, but I I recently I dropped somebody else's medication on the ground. Mm. And I forgot that it had the name of the person whose medication it was. And so I started hearing the security yelling out, it was Mad Rad. I don't know if anyone here knows Mad Rad, but his name's Kane. Did it it say Mad Rad on the bottle? (laughs) 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 They were yelling out Mad Rad's full real name. And I was like, he's not even coming on this trip. And then it all came back to me. And the person behind me was like, Oh, I think they're holding up your jar of pills that you had earlier. I was like, it's not mine. Just, it's not my pills. <laughs> and we just kept walking. And Mad Rad's stuff is still at the airport. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they never probed me. When I was, when I was about 18 or 19, mm. we went to the Splendour and the Glass Music Festival. And my friend, he got done by the, by the sniffer dog there. Yeah. And they took him into a tent and they anally searched him in a tent just outside just outside of the music festival. It seems like a really casual place to do it. Like yeah, I, man. If you're going to probe me, take me somewhere with a solid roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's my rule, I think. Yeah, I risked my life and ate my drugs. Like, just ate them all. Yeah. Yeah, which you shouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah, neither option's good. <laughs> <laughs> but, if, but see, here's the thing, right? So in, in airports and especially international airports, they'll strip you down mm. and, and like not always like physically search you, but they'll look at you once you're completely naked. Uh, Would you rather yeah. someone do that that was also that was clothed or also <laughs> nude? Like if you had the choice, if they were like, I'm going to get completely nude to make you feel a little bit more comfortable so you're not the only nude person, yeah. and then we're both just two nude people in a room. Just two people hanging out <laughs> at the airport. Or would you, would you want them to keep their clothes on? Oh, I would definitely want them to be nude as well. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think like, I'm the same. It's the fair thing. Who would want to be, would you guys want nude people? Would you want to get, no, you'd want to keep them to keep their clothes on? 
Oh, no, you don't get to choose. You don't get to choose who the yeah. person is getting in there with you. It's just a flip of the coin right before you go in. Yeah. No, 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 no butt fingering. Just, just two nude people in a room looking at each other. Maybe some, you might have to bend over, do some yoga poses. I might grab that guest microphone to get these answers. Oh yeah, just jump up there and, uh, and grab, that, grab that mic there. Oh yeah, sorry bro, I was just having right. a little sip of beer. I was just, I was just having a nice little chill moment there, Cammy boy. But yeah, so this dude, just famous people, man, famous rich people. They just like, he, he doesn't get any of this shit. He just gets, he just gets a telling off for walking around saying that he's got a bomb and slugging security guards. What a life. So the question is, uh, tell me if this is right, Timmy, if you are gonna get probed at the airport. <laughs> no, 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 not probed. Just like, just, just like. Looked at. <laughs> if, you're gonna looked get, at. <laughs> if you're gonna get looked at, yeah. And they don't really, they don't touch you or anything. They're just kind of gauging your body language. Do you want that security guard to also be nude? Yes. Josh, <laughs> would you like them to also be nude? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bad love? Well, if I'm instructed to take my clothes off for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how about you, man? What's your name? Uh, uh, my name is Mick. Mick. Okay, it seems like a lie. <laughs> okay. Uh, if, you, if you were at the airport, you'd gotten in trouble, and for some reason they're like, hey, come with us to this room, do you think that you'd prefer they were nude while looking at you? Or that they were clothed while you were nude? I'd be happy to be nude, uh, nude I think. Just, gen just generally? Yeah, I, I don't mind being nude. I think it's fine. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I thought of a joke for the um, semen thing. If yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Bring it back. Get it out there. I thought it was like, uh, did he think that his back was going to come good? Oh. <laughs> Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. That was beautiful. Let's hear it for Mick. All right. How about you, man? Uh, stuck in an airport with a security guard, both nude or just you? Uh, just me. I'm a firm no. I'm, I'm okay, a firm no. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, that's good to know. Thank you for your involvement. All right, Cammy, let's jump on to the next news story. All righty. Residents are fuming over a beaten and battered old car that the city council refuses to tow. A dilapidated old car with a smashed windscreen and flax mare is riling up residents because it keeps moving just before it has to be towed. <laughs> Since late last year, the black Ford Laser has been working its way around the street and it's been moved short distances every seven days. So Flaxmere is in New Zealand, and if you leave a car that looks all bashed up, then the council can come take it and chuck it out on your behalf. I've seen photos of this car, it looks disgusting. <laughs> uh, but this person is dodging the law by just moving it a little bit, but she's getting away with it. Like, nobody in the neighbourhood has seen her do it. They just know that she's the owner. What do you think of that, Timmy? Do you respect her, or do you, would she rile you up? Do you know that? Do, do do you know about my car? 
No. Okay. So I've, I'm kind of doing that with my car at the moment. Are you in the middle of this? So yeah. So I haven't I haven't driven my car in in a little while. It's got a flat. It's got maybe two flat tires, at mm. least one flat tire. Yep. But I went into the Fitzroy City Council and I went and like renewed for another year. Yeah. So it's just another year that I don't have to think about it. You treat it as a wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a a room that you don't think. I've got a wardrobe like that. It doesn't seem fair to real drivers that that's what you're doing. One of our good friends, Jimmy, who plays in the band Charging Stallion, yeah. he came to our house and he thought that because that car was taking up a car spot, he got mad and spat on the windshield of the car, yeah. not knowing that it was actually my car that he was spitting on the windshield. Oh, that is pure disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me we're out the front, he's just like, oh, he spat on that car. I'm like, you're a dick. <laughs> That's my car. I 100% think that you deserve it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I back this person cheating. So who, who really cares? Is there, yeah. is, there, is there that shortage of car spots in Flaxmere? It's a pretty big place, but on that street specifically, it's a little packed. It's a little crammed. Okay. So I think that the reason these residents are so angry is because they have to walk probably two minutes longer than normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Let her do what she wants. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with her. We we got to look out for each other. We're on the same team yeah, here, exactly. myself and this lady. You are. So is there? Is the council gonna do anything about it? They said there's nothing they can do. <laughs> <laughs> so no. <laughs> All right, Cam. We've got a headline here. Reads: uh, Queen attends church without Prince Philip days after he suffered a serious car accident. Oh. Uh, it was a miracle he survived a serious car accident near the royal family's Sandringham estate. Mm. But now sellers are trying to cash in in Pritzville via eBay. So people are going and getting fragments of his car. Of his wreckage. <laughs> yeah, of the wreckage <laughs> from the car crash. And then they're now selling those, those pieces on eBay for uh, 51 pounds. That seems, a, that seems like an all right price. I would totally buy some Prince Philip wreckage. For 51 pounds? So what's yeah. that? Is that like, 120, like 120 Australian dollars or something like yep, that? Yep, on the dot. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you not buy some of that off Gumtree? If it was like somebody, an Australian celeb? I would do, think do you know who Gabby Greco is? Gabby if, Greco. If, if Gabby Greco crashed her push bike... Would you buy something off it? For Is like Gabby Greco bucks? that one that that does the nudie runs and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. So what, like... It's, it's like the bell off her bike. Okay, yeah. yeah. How much are you selling it for? Ten bucks. Yeah, I'd think about it. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm also thinking, like, so the Queen... So this, so Prince Philip mm. almost, almost dies from a car crash. Yeah. After Princess Diana died from a car crash... Is the queen getting a little bit slack on the way she's trying to kill members of her family? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should she just try something new? Yeah. Don't you think? So uncreative of the queen, eh? If you were gonna, <laughs> she might have forgot that she's already <laughs> that she's used that technique. If you were gonna whack someone, Cam, if you were gonna kill somebody, <laughs> how would you do it? That is a psycho question, and I will definitely answer. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> Just I, jump in that memory bank of yours. <laughs> I think I would base it around times that I've almost died. So I've been in a lot of, like, uh, almost house fire situations. Yeah. So I'd just, like, set up something that was similar to that. So That's that it, brutal. So <laughs> <laughs> 
that's yeah. for, if there's any way that I wouldn't want to die, it's by yeah. burning down in a fire. Yeah, well, don't piss me <laughs> off. <laughs> I do it in like a kind way. Like I'd find out what your favourite food is. A and kind maybe just, murder. Yeah, like if you really like green jello, I just like poison some green jello. So oh, at least yeah. you go out with your favourite meal. So they still get their last meal. Yeah. <laughs> How would you do it, Reese? Um, something uh, deeply personal, oh. <laughs> but about somebody else that's not me. Okay. So I would get away with it scot-free. Oh, so, like, so, so you would do something that links the crime back to somebody else. For example, if it's Johnny Badlove, the drummer, yes. the famous drummer, I would kill someone with a drumstick oh. that says uh, JBL on it. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, I would, I would get away scot-free. Everyone would know it was Johnny. You know what he's like. <laughs> he does have a violent streak, that man. <laughs> where, where did Cameron go? Oh, he's, he's, he's running down, he's running down just, deep down there, Cam. Just getting some dinner. Um, <laughs> all right, I've made some friends. I don't know, if, I'm not even going to ask you guys if you consider me friends. So don't... Don't even try, don't, t- hey, don't shake or nod. I'm just going to come in and assume, okay? What's your name, man? Cal. Maddie. <laughs> I'm going to call you Lucy. Alex. Kane. And this guy has a mouthful of meat. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, guys, Timmy and I were just talking in the corner and we were just saying if there was a situation where you had to kill somebody, like your life depended on it, but you had to make it look like an accident, how would you do it? That's, that's tough. You could do... I want more contacts, but I'm not going to get it. Uh, <laughs> let's drown them in a bathtub. Drown them in the bathtub? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be quite a drawn-out way to do it. Hello, how are you? My, na- my name's Cam. Cam, how are you? Artie, how are you going? Nice to meet you. Uh, we are just having a wholesome conversation at the pub. Artie, you've just walked in. We're discussing if you had to murder someone and it, you needed to make it look like an accident, how would you go about it? Uh, I'll probably run them over with my lawnmower. Dark. Artie. Have you got like a right-on lawnmower or, or like just a, or just a regular, regular lawnmower? No, the blades are sharp. <laughs> you sound like you're planning for this situation. I hate my mum. <laughs> All right, Artie, uh, police officers, if you're listening to this, <laughs> do some voice search or something. Was he here when, when you guys disclaimed that this is all being recorded? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we should tell you that, Artie. This is a podcast. We're putting this on the internet. But there was no last names or anything. You'll be fine. <laughs> Artie Smith. All right, we are nearly at the end of the show, Timmy. We've got a couple more oh, news stories. Got a couple more to go. You got one there, Ken? Yeah, I do. A new sculpture of Satan is too friendly looking according to Spanish locals. A sculpture (laughs) of the devil is too cheerful according to residents of a Spanish city. The bronze statue of Satan is him taking a selfie with a smartphone and has been designed for the Spanish city of Segovia. It references a local legend which says that the devil was tricked into building the city's famous aqueduct. 
but residents say that the devil looks far too friendly and is offensive to Christians. A judge has now ordered that the artwork be put on hold. I think that's crazy. So he's too likeable. Yeah, he's too likeable. I reckon if you do believe in the devil, if the devil was real, that he would be a likeable guy. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's like a scammer. Like, you know, the scammers who are real real nice people, they, 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 they bring you in. Exactly, just, they're just yeah. businessmen taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon they've hit the nail on the head here. I don't reckon that's offensive to Christians. If I was a, if I was a Christian, I'd look at that and be like, oh, good, my biggest fear, at least he's busy on his phone. I'd be <laughs> like, phew, he's not trying to hunt me down and chuck me into the well of fire. <laughs> That's what it is. That's where you go if you're a Christian and you do the wrong thing. A the, well of fire. The well of fire. Is that a real thing? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. <laughs> but I yeah. always had this fear, like after watching The Ring, I always had mm. this fear of getting stuck down a well. Oh yeah, yeah, but not from Batman because that's that's where like the well thing does w- does does well. Yeah. <laughs> because you, at least you could be Batman, mm. but you know that's cool. But you don't want to be the Ring, the chick from the Ring. Yeah, true. Yeah. Her and Batman went through the same yeah. experience, and how different did they turn out? <laughs> that's like a <laughs> that's like a nature versus nurture type thing. If you yeah, you, you can't guarantee what's going to happen to a child. That's the moral. If you want the moral from the Ring and Batman, but if you, you chuck a kid down a well 50-50, they're going to yep. be like a superhero, or they're going to be a um, demon that yeah. haunts people and crawls out of TV. I think that's pretty good odds. Yep. <laughs> So chuck your kids. <laughs> Grab your kids and chuck them in the well. <laughs> I think that dude, Artie, really changed the vibe in here. I think we started talking a lot more psycho <laughs> since he told us about his lawnmower. All right, Timmy. Cam, in Canada, mm. the legendary Apogo, Ogopogo, <laughs> there we go, Ogopogo Lake Monster surfaces. So until, uh, until recently, Cam, it had been mm. years since anybody claimed they had seen the legendary Ogopogo monster. Yeah. Very similar to the Loch Ness monster. But in recent weeks, there have been sightings of the giant serpent-like animals said to dwell in the enormous and deep lake in British Columbia. Awesome. I've have, never heard of it. I haven't either. Have you noticed, though, that all these towns that claim to have like these real cool monsters, they're kind of mm. shithole towns. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, if you've got a shithole town and you want to bring people into your town, yep. just say you've got a monster in your lake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all and you need to do. And name it something really cartoony. Yeah, Ogopogo. Ogopogo. <laughs> oh yeah, you say it a bit nicer. You say it again? I say it, I pronounce, when I talk about Ogopogos, <laughs> <laughs> I prefer, it's a soft O. <laughs> All right, Cam, we have come to the part of the show where mm. we would like to invite... We've got, a, we've got a couple of mates here that have some news stories of their own. Mm. Uh, Muzz, would you like to jump on the mic up here and tell us your news story of the week? It's just down oh, there yeah. behind you, Cam. If you guys do have any news, obscure news stories... Um, just, just come up to the mic up here and read them out and get involved. I think, Reese, have you got one as well? I, I sent one to Cam. I don't know if he's got it on his list. Um, but if he doesn't, I'm happy to read it out. <laughs> Was that the one I sent you? Yeah, you sent me the guy that injected himself with semen. <laughs> Is that what I sent you? Oh, God, that's awful. How did I forget Hello. that? Mars, what have you got for us today? 
Right, thank you for having me. Um, right, long everybody, time welcome, Muzz. Yeah, up for Muzz, everybody. Probably the only person in this room on the microphone who like felt like they wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> without me ramming it in their face. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Long time listener, uh, first time caller. Welcome. Um, my news story for you, ladies and gentlemen. The headline reads. Man transported to hospital after getting squirrels stuck in his rectum. Whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so How, just, just to bring it back down to you fellas, because I know what you guys actually like to talk about. <laughs> That's my number <laughs> one kind of news story. Yeah. I actually sent this one to Tim and he was like, you should read this one out. <laughs> Did you not want the credit for that one, Timmy? No, I, I, I liked it. I think, I think Mars would earned it. He'd really, he'd really earned this story, I thought. What age squirrel? I don't know the, the age of the squirrel. Uh, actually... Because I feel like I, up to teenage is the biggest you could get away with. <laughs> oh, you reckon you could get a baby, a baby up yep. there quite easily, but Easy. a full-grown, a full-grown, <laughs> you be, just couldn't do it? it be, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> was it a red or a grey squirrel? It was a red squirrel. <laughs> It was a red squirrel. Are they larger? Uh, I, I'd have to look through this article to find out his okay. name. But the name of the man, mm. just the name and shame, was 60-year-old Ray Frankfurt. So my first question is, how, how old do you need to be to stick something up your ass? Or <laughs> oh, when, you when do you stop? You reckon like the older you get, the more the more poos do you, and stuff do you you've done in your more, life. Do you become more more acceptable to putting things up your bum at a younger age or an older age? I oh, reckon yeah, it's yeah. both. I reckon you do a lot of the the uh, uh, what I've noticed. We've done a lot of news stories on this podcast about people putting things in their rectum. Yep. And what I've found is it's a lot of young people, maybe in like their late teens, early twenties, experimenting. Yeah, and then, but also, Mars is right. Then there is a lot of older people as well. Some dudes buy a motorbike when they hit fifty. <laughs> Some go to the park and catch a squirrel. That poor wee squirrel. No, okay. So first, first of all, this was his pet squirrel. Oh, that seems mean. This man had a to relationship. It was alive the whole time. No, so, right now. So the. A quote from the story. Yeah. Uh, he told me he had fallen for what... This is the, the, this is the uh, first respondent on yeah. the phone. The quote is, He told me he had fallen on his pet squirrel named Slimy. <laughs> <laughs> and the animal was now stuck in his anus. I was convinced that it was a teenager making a prank call. He kept screaming out in pain as the animal was biting and scratching him. Oh. The guy looked like he was going through hell. He would have been. <laughs> Absolutely. I like to think that if you name a squirrel slimy, you've, that squirrel has always been destined in your mind to end up in your <laughs> asshole. If you, if, you, if, if you name it something that's going to be a substance that makes it go up easier, yep. <laughs> you had that worked out all along. How good would the squirrel... Let's just go with his lie. Like, let's just say, yep, let's believe that. How good would the squirrel's posture have to be <laughs> <laughs> to withstand that? <laughs> Maybe he had a nut or an, a, an acorn. What do they... Mm. They, they, they eat acorns yeah. or something? Yeah, so maybe he had one dangling, so it was like trying to grab it, and then he fell. Yeah, the perfect I'm sure spine. He had a couple of yeah. dangling nuts. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, let's help him. I've got a couple of facts for you, lads, as well. Oh, hit us. Every year, an average of 5,739 Americans are hospitalised after getting foreign objects stuck in their anal cavity. Yeah. Among these foreign objects, <laughs> an average of 19 are animals, oh. including mostly fishes. Snakes and small rodents like mice or rats. Yeah. Yeah, snakes is a bit scary. So my, my, my other question is, if you were to fall on a <laughs> foreign object... On a fish. What, yeah, what animal would it be? And would it be alive or dead? Oh, yeah, I love it. I would definitely go dead. And I'd go something. I, I can I can actually see reptiles. I can now that I'm putting myself in that situation. <laughs> something slippery, something slimy. Mm. I think that that would be the the route that I would go down. Would it be called slimy as well? <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Would you go for an eel? Oh, an eel. Yeah, but not a live eel. Yeah. Yeah, an eel could work. An electric eel. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ken? I don't know why, but my mind is going to a more loving like consensual place so my mind is thinking of like what the cutest animal is mm. and um, <laughs> I want to share a moment with it and the animal that by far is the cutest in my mind your mum is looking at me like I am trash <laughs> <laughs> what's the animal care? the animal that I would accidentally fall on and become intimate with would be a baby hedgehog Oh, and what would you <laughs> before the spikes <laughs> before the spikes have grown through because have you not seen how cute they are? <laughs> and what's its name? Oh, Bobolini. <laughs> I was going to go for Sonic. <laughs> but also, I'm just going to leave you well, one, one last little fact. According to data collected by the US Department of Health and Human Services, mm-hmm. Mr. Frankfurt is the first American to get a squirrel stuck in his ass since 2007. Let's give it up for that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Muzz. Thank you for that. Now, this is the time in the podcast, Cam, where we bring it all back around. Yeah, that's right. We get a little bit nicer. Yeah, because I know for sure that if you were to walk out of the room right now, you'd be like, I feel dirty. (laughs) I feel like my mind got dropped into a compost bin that's never going to be emptied. But what we're going to do for you right now is empty that compost bin, pour heaps of Dettol all over it, dry it out, and then give it a little sheen up. We're going to put some spray and wipe on it and get your mind looking as good as new. We're going to tell you a good news story that's got a nice feeling to it. So we're not going to leave your brain all grubby. We're going to clean it up right now. That's right, Cam. It's the good news story of the week. Can we get a nice good sound effect, a nice positive sound effect there, Reese? Ah. There we go. So (laughs) Yep. (laughs) The good news story of the week uh, is mum adopts baby and learns she has... um, learns she is her adopted son's biological sister. So, so this mother has already adopted, uh, adopted a child yep. and uh, adopted a young boy. And a couple of years later, um, she wants to grow her family some more and she goes to adopt uh, uh, another, another child. Got it. And uh, it ends up being that those two kids are actually brother and sister. Yes. And um, nice. so, yeah, a really nice, really nice story. And so these, these two kids, these two kids that are siblings get to grow up together and get to, you know, get to be a part of a really nice family. And uh, they went and the the mother found out that they both had uh, the same surname. Yeah. And so they, uh, so she went and got a DNA test and found out that they were actually brother and sister. That's beautiful. A real beautiful thing, Cam. Yeah, man. That's awesome. 
All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you so much for letting us interrupt your dinner uh, and shove microphones in your faces. It's been awesome. It's been great to be here. It's been nice, Cam. And again, thank you very much to Last Chance for having us here again. We, we really enjoy coming here, and this really is one of our favourite establishments here in Melbourne. We really do love it here. It's a great setup. We're doing this exact same thing, so if you felt weird but in a good way, we're doing this next Tuesday night. Same time, so come and eat some cheap palmers and listen to us talk rubbish again this coming Tuesday. And again, if you don't listen to us uh, online, you can find us on iTunes or any of the podcast apps. We are Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. My name is Tim. Have a great night. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much.